Hey Gorgeous! Welcome to the Hey Gorgeous Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle. Happy holiday. Today is Labor Day, guys, and an extended work, extended um, weekend for some, not for many, because I'm on my way to work. <laughs> but I today is going to be an amazing day. I speak life, I prosperity, and peace over my Hey Gorgeous community. And I am recording this podcast on my way to work because I, one of my goals, I told you, is to be consistent with my podcast. So that means if I have to record in my car, in my in my homemade studio, wherever I see fit to record, that's what I'm going to do to get my message out. So today is the car um, because I have a long work day today. So I get off pretty kind of late in the afternoon. And, you know, tomorrow's the first day of school. Yay! So I have to get my babies ready. And I don't want to be like, oh, my God, recording at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning because I'm not, it won't be my best. I only want to give my best. If it's not my best, I'm not doing it. And that's what I'm, I'm pushing for now. If I cannot give my best, I am not doing it. Um, and I'm also super excited in less than about 30 30 40 days my grandbaby will be here many you know that i'm about to be a grandma and i'm super super excited like excited ain't the word um i'm having my first grandbaby and it's a girl and i'm just gonna eat her up and i just can't wait to smell her and hold her um and just love on her and that what brings me to today's podcast i'm going to the episode today is called Time does not heal wounds. Yes, I said it. I said it, ladies. Time does not heal wounds. We hear that. That's so such a cliche statement to me. They're like, oh, you'll be okay. Time heal all wounds. No, um, I don't believe so. And I can only give this from my own personal viewpoint. And I know many of you gorgeous ladies can contest Um have I stated before in, in like a few podcasts ago, maybe my first couple ones, that I am a survivor. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say an overcomer of childhood molestation. I was molested. I was molested as a child. My innocence was taken away from me without my permission. I was violated. The person, the person, the persons, it was more than one, that violated me didn't ask my permission. They took something that was so precious away from a child. Yeah. And I know that that wound hurt it for, I want to say, 36 years. First encounter when I was five. I didn't really fully, I didn't really get healed. Um. Because before I was coping, many of you know we cope through pain. We cope. We just like, okay, it is what it is. So we cope through pain. So I was coping to, I was coping with it. Like, okay, I was dealing with the pain. Um, it was not until I seek professional help this year by going to therapy and really being honest and transparent with myself that I started to heal. That I started to forgive the people 
that molested me that took my innocence away because before then over 36 years time did not heal my wounds I would have triggers if I encounter someone that was molested it would trigger me it would trigger something inside of me and I'll be I'll be devastated all over again. It's like every time, every time I get a trigger, I was reliving that pain. Like seriously, I was reliving that pain that hurted me. I was reliving that moment. I was reliving it. And it was not intentionally because who wants to intentionally relive something that was the most devastating thing in their life that, 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 that almost took me out. Um, I cannot speak for many. I can only speak for myself. Being molested and dealing with it led to a lot of my trauma, my adulthood, my, the trauma that I experienced. A lot of it led to my trauma because I didn't know how to cope. Like I, that, that opened the door for attracting toxic and negative energy. And, that I, and I found myself in toxic relationships with an individual with two my you know both of my children's daddy love both from the pieces but they both had their own toxic trait which i was toxic and i didn't know that was toxic a lot of things that i was experiencing like i was uh was what can i say i thought drama was normal like far as like i thought violence was not violence like how can i put it like i thought a man putting his hands on you was love because that's what the molestation opened that door but also growing up in a household where domestic violence was prevalent like it was the norm it was the norm so i thought if somebody slapped me they loved me so i thought if he was jumping on me that he loved me so but it was not normal it's, it's not i see it's not normal and i when i found out it wasn't normal i you know i immediately I make sure I wanted better for my children. But before, subconsciously, I knew it wasn't normal because even when I became a mother, I started doing things differently. And I knew that I wanted to change the narrative right then and there. But when they say that time heals wounds, it, it doesn't. What heals wounds when you put, when you first, ladies, I'm going to give you the practical tools that help me. No, I'm, I say this all the time. No, I'm not healed. No. I'm on the healing journey because you can't get healed overnight. It's, it's no such thing. You can't get healed in 10 minutes. You can't get healed by one or two therapy sessions. Healing, I'm gonna, healing is a journey. I'm going to probably be on this journey for the rest of my life, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with experiencing this journey for the rest of my life. I am okay with that because I know that God will give me the strength that I need to endure. And I know that the pain is leading and it led me to my purpose. No, I don't I don't wish that on anyone the hurt and the pain and the disappointment and devastation that I've been through in my life. However, that God must knew I was strong enough to handle it because it could have took me out. Being molested Growing up motherless, um, growing up in the cycle of abuse, growing up feeling unloved, unwanted, unappreciated, and that that poured into your adulthood, that could have took anybody out, but it didn't take me out. 
It just made me stronger. And it made me know what I wanted in my life and what I didn't want in my life. And when I became a mother, I still had that in me. How can I put it? I knew that I was going to raise my children the polar opposite of what my with my family, how my family raised me. I knew that for for I knew that it was nothing that I know I didn't do and yes I did expose them some things that they probably shouldn't have been exposed to as far as my toxic relationship which I pray every day that the healing for them and that's why that I was so excited a few years ago when my son told me he was in therapy that's why my younger ones are in therapy because I want them to understand what's good emotions what to express, you know, it is okay to cry. And I'm, I gave, I'm giving them the options and I'm showing them the tools and giving them what they need to fill their cup so they don't have to run empty, that they can feel their emotion. And a part of that, I sheltered them. They didn't go have a lot of people house because I didn't want them to be placed in a position that, that someone may want to touch them and I'm not saying everybody want to touch them because if you know me you know when I, my children I was so like flickery about my children because I'm like in my mind everybody was a predator you know if you was in that real close to me you was a predator because the person that the people that molested me they were family they were close so your family so you're close or what but it was not until now, <laughs> this year, not so much with my baby, you know, my seven-year-old, not so much. But now my older teenage ones, I'm letting them explore, go over a friend's house, you know, still don't spend a night out unless it's over their TT house or my son's house. So I'm still kind of mm, iffy about to spend a night, but I'm more open for them to explore. Because I no longer want them to hold them hostage to my pain. But time doesn't heal wounds. Only thing time does is move forward. And don't allow you to go backwards. You have to first acknowledge there's pain there. To acknowledge that you want to be healed. That you want to be on this healing journey. I highly advise anyone, I advise everybody, even if you're not really dealing with nothing traumatic, I advise everyone to go to therapy. Everyone. Seek professional help. Because talking to someone, and it's okay to talk to your friends, because I talk to my friends. I still talk, so I talk to my best friend's last sister about stuff all the time. I talk to certain people, things about stuff all the time. And I listen. They give me, you know, good advice. I take heed to it. But also I talk to my therapist because there she's on the outside looking in and that she can provide better perspective of certain situations and, and other coping, not, not coping, but other tools to deal with it and to get through it. Because I'm not dealing with nothing. I'm going to get through it. Because when you deal with something, it's like coping that it's okay. Being molested was not okay. So I'm not going to deal with it and I'm not going to cope with it no more. I'm going to heal from it. Being in a domestic violence relationship is not okay. I'm going to 
I'm not going to cope with it. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to heal through it. You know, being raised without a mother, without, you know, um, my, you know, my doing or giving my mother the, or allowing my mother to be a mother. No, I'm not going to cope with it. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going to get through it. Certain things that I'm not, we're, we're gorgeous community. We're not going to cope with it. We're not going to deal with We're going to get through it. We're going to get through the things and get to the other side because there, there is healing in, in this, in this place. It is peace where you're at, but you got to get rid of that old time. We healed this wound. I'm hurting now, but I'll be better. Yeah, you'll be better. But if you don't put in the work, you won't get better. You're just putting a bandaid on the pain. And many people know band-aids come off. Band-aids is not, no, band-aids just cover the wound so it don't get affected. But guess what? As soon as it falls off, the band-aid fall off or it gets irritated to the skin. Guess what? You're picking on it. Guess what? It's infected. And what do you have to do? Go seek medical attention. You get that? When you put a band-aid on something, it doesn't heal it. It covers it up. But once you start picking with it or the band-aid irritates the skin, what do you do? Go seek medical attention. Did you catch that? Why put a band-aid, a.k.a. dealing with it, a.k.a. coping with it? Go seek the medical attention you need to start healing it. Because little do you know is that the pain inside of you can fester to so much more. Do you ever wonder why some days you'll be laying there like, oh my God, like I used to like get headaches all the time. And I used to think because in many of you know I got shot in the face in 1999. And God is good because I'm still walking with a bullet in my face. You won't know unless I tell you. But God is good because I survived, I overcame it. You know, and I'm, you know, I didn't deal with it, you know, it's a part of me now. But I used to get headaches. And I was like, oh my God, is this the bullet? What's the neurologist? He like, you're okay. Yeah, the bullet's on your nerve, but it's not causing no damages. Here goes the medication. Or I was like, oh my God, like for a long time, I couldn't, when I was working at my other job, um, the one I quit before, before Delta, I used to limp all the time. I used to walk and, and I used to go to the doctor and she's like, you know what? You know, something's going on. Go for x-rays. I used to go back and forth to the doctor so much. I'm telling you. She's like, are you you not okay? But it was not until I started going to therapy and start healing that the pain that was in my ankle, the swelling in my ankle, started to subside. The headaches started going away. Things that my stomach that used to bother me all the time. Excuse me didn't bother me no more and one day I was telling my therapist this and she said sometimes that you can hide and have so much pain and so much trauma to your body that it will create elements or create things to happen to your body so like your body will go in chaos so like when you feel stressed if you're like when you feel stressed you get a headache or you feel stressed you know certain parts of your body hurt because that you're causing trauma to your body that's where diseases come from. That's where sickness comes from. It is not until you heal or start healing that you can heal your body. 
that your body can get back on track. It's not just eating right, working out, but it also what do you put inside your body as far as healing mechanisms. For example, I started listening to Headspace. I love it. And I also listen to Calm. And I always, this is a fun fact about me, many people don't know, I love classical music. I love classical music. So, in my car, I put on Spotify, and I'll put on a classical station. And when I drive that on the way home, I unwind. And it gets me, give me at a peaceful space. But once I start doing that and start leaving the stress of a job at the job, that I noticed when I came home, I was much happier. When I came home, I was much peaceful. When I started releasing things and not holding it in as far as like grudges, unforgiveness, my body started reacting in a positive way. I started getting energy. I started getting out of bed a little bit faster. I started falling asleep better. I started sleeping. My sleeping got better. It's so much goes in to when you're not taking care of your mental health that affects your physical health. That's why I tell people, that's why I'm telling you, gorgeous ladies, time does not heal a wound. Time does not make it better. Times only move. I highly, highly encourage you to seek the help that you need and I'm not you can seek, seek medical help because I feel like God created psychiatrists for a reason like he created doctors he gave them the tools and the resources, resources and the passion to go to schools to help heal his people he also gives that that's in his bible I mean in the bible because it says seek counsel it's in the bible seek counsel also on top of seeking the professional help do the work because they you could talk to them they can provide you with all the resources that you need but if you don't put in the work and do the work it won't work because i've been in therapy over six times it was not until i put in the work this time that i saw results it was not until i started putting my face in that word getting on my knees in that word because before i always got in the word i was pray I, I, everybody know me i am always been a spiritual believer Always, always. Church, go listen to a gospel, pray. I would pray. I would pray the socks off someone for someone. Always did that. But I was missing that core element that was the professional hope. And, I, I'm, and I'm highly blessed that my therapist is a believer of God so that in some of my sessions that we'll incorporate God in it. We'll incorporate reading the Bible and going over some things so that she can help me put it in the term that I do understand as well. And it's a beautiful thing. But when I start putting all these pieces together, you know that song like Alicia Keys, your girl was on fire. That's when the healing started taking place. So I highly, highly encourage you, encourage you, don't listen to the quotes and the music and hey, you're going to be okay with time. Time starts now. Seek the help and that you need. Go after what you need. Do the work for what you need. Get in that word.
start feeding your mind with positive people. I mean, positive um, affirmations, positive music, whatever music that smooths your spirit. Start surrounding yourself with people, like-minded people that is on a healing journey. So if you need a little, a little, little water pill poured in you, they're able to fill it. Start changing your surroundings, decluttering. I have to clean my space often. And I, I'm talking about, like, I just changed my whole room the other day. Like, I have to really declutter myself. I mean, declutter my room. I declutter my phone. Like, right now, I went on a social media hiatus for a few days because I had to declutter. Because my mind was overwhelming for, you know, being overwhelmed. Maybe it's a sensory thing, but I knew what I needed to do to get back on track. And that's what I'm doing. So, do whatever you need to get on track. To get the healing that you need. Because I'm telling you. If I knew that this healing journey was such a beautiful, beautiful thing. I would have saved myself 20 something years of hurt, pain. I would have saved myself some time. But I appreciate the hurt and the pain. I embrace it. Because like I said before. It's helping me find my purpose, my plan and my path. That I'm walking on. That I need to stay consistent on. So ladies. I'm highly highly. Encouraging you. Do the work. Because time does not. Heal wounds. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Your holiday today. And if you're listening on any other day. I hope today is just as amazing. As you are. And I love you. Follow me on all social platforms. On Facebook, Michelle Cade. Also on Instagram, Michelle AK. Um, or Hey Gorgeous Hey on Instagram. But I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do the work. Seek the help that you need. Surround yourself. Clean your space. Clean your mind. Put nothing but positive energy, affirmations, and vibration inside your body. And watch that this healing journey is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Love you. Bye.